Isaiah 15 1-18-7 This is the burden against Moab, are in Moab is ruined, destroyed in a night. Kir in Moab is devastated, destroyed in a night. Dibon goes up to its temple to weep at its high places. Moab wails over Nebo, as well as over Medeba. Every head is shaved, every beard is cut off. In its streets they wear sackcloth, on the rooftops and in the public squares they all wail, falling down weeping. Heshbon Ali Ela cry out, their voices are heard as far as Jahaz. Therefore the soldiers of Moab cry out, their souls tremble within. My heart cries out over Moab, her fugitives flee as far as Zoar, as far as Eglath Shelishia. With weeping they ascend the slope of Luhith, they lament their destruction on the road to Horonaim. The waters of Nimrim are dried up, and the grass is withered, the vegetation is gone, and the greenery is no more. So they carry their wealth and belongings over the brook of the willows. For their outcry echoes to the border of Moab. Their wailing reaches Eglayim, it is heard in Bir Elam. The waters of Dimon are full of blood, but I will bring more upon Dimon a lion upon the fugitives of Moab and upon the remnant of the land. Send the tribute lambs to the ruler of the land, from Sela in the desert to the mount of daughter Zion. Like fluttering birds pushed out of the nest, so are the daughters of Moab at the fords of the Arnon. Give us counsel, render a decision. Shelter us at noonday with shade as dark as night. Hide the refugees, do not betray the one who flees. Let my fugitives stay with you, be a refuge for Moab from the destroyer. When the oppressor has gone, destruction has ceased, and the oppressors have vanished from the land, in loving devotion a throne will be established in the tent of David. A judge seeking justice and hastening righteousness will sit on it in faithfulness. We have heard of Moab's pomposity, his exceeding pride and conceit, his overflowing arrogance. But his boasting is empty. Therefore let Moab wail, let them wail together for Moab. Moan for the raisin cakes of Kir Herzeth, you who are utterly stricken. For the fields of Heshbon have withered, along with the grapevines of Sibma. The rulers of the nations have trampled its choicest vines, which had reached as far as Yazer and spread toward the desert. Their shoots had spread out and passed over the sea. So I weep with Yazer for the vines of Sibma, I drench Heshbon and Eliela with my tears. Triumphant shouts have fallen silent over your summer fruit and your harvest. Joy and gladness are removed from the orchard, no one sings or shouts in the vineyards. No one tramples the grapes in the winepresses, I have put an end to the cheering. Therefore my heart laments for Moab like a harp, my inmost being for Kir hears. When Moab appears on the high place, when he wearies himself and enters his sanctuary to pray, it will do him no good. This is the message that the Lord spoke earlier concerning Moab. And now the Lord says, in three years, as a hired worker counts the years, Moab's splendor will become an object of contempt, with all her many people. And those who are left will be few and feeble. This is the burden against Damascus, behold, Damascus is no longer a city, it has become a heap of ruins. The cities of Aurora are forsaken, they will be left to the flocks, which will lie down with no one to fear. The fortress will disappear from Ephraim, and the sovereignty from Damascus. The remnant of Aram will be like the splendor of the Israelites, declares the Lord of hosts. In that day the splendor of Jacob will fade, and the fat of his body will waste away, as the reaper gathers the standing grain and harvests the years with his arm, as one gleans heads of grain in the valley of Rephaim. Yet gleanings will remain, like an olive tree that has been beaten two or three berries atop the tree, four or five on its fruitful branches, declares the Lord, the God of Israel. In that day men will look to their Maker and turn their eyes to the Holy One of Israel. They will not look to the altars they have fashioned with their hands or to the Asherahs and incense altars they have made with their fingers. In that day their strong cities will be like forsaken thickets and summits, abandoned to the Israelites and to utter desolation. For you have forgotten the God of your salvation and failed to remember the rock of your refuge. 
Therefore, though you cultivate delightful plots and set out cuttings from exotic vines though on the day you plant you make them grow, and on that morning you help your seed sprout yet the harvest will vanish on the day of disease and incurable pain. Alas, the tumult of many peoples, they rage like the roaring seas and clamoring nations, they rumble like the crashing of mighty waters. The nations rage like the rush of many waters. He rebukes them, and they flee far away, driven before the wind like chaff on the hills, like tumbleweeds before a gale. In the evening, there is sudden terror. Before morning, they are no more. This is the portion of those who loot us, and the lot of those who plunder us. Woe to the land of warring wings, along the rivers of Cush, which sends couriers by sea, in papyrus vessels on the waters. Go, swift messengers, to a people tall and smooth-skinned, to a people widely feared, to a powerful nation of strange speech, whose land is divided by rivers. All you people of the world and dwellers of the earth, when a banner is raised on the mountains, you will see it, when a ram's horn sounds, you will hear it. For this is what the Lord has told me, I will quietly look on from my dwelling place, like shimmering heat in the sunshine, like a cloud of dew in the heat of harvest. For before the harvest, when the blossom is gone and the flower becomes a ripening grape, he will cut off the shoots with a pruning knife and remove and discard the branches. They will all be left to the mountain birds of prey, and to the beasts of the land. The birds will feed on them in summer, and all the wild animals in winter. At that time gifts will be brought to the Lord of hosts from a people tall and smooth-skinned, from a people widely feared, from a powerful nation of strange speech, whose land is divided by rivers to Mount Zion, the place of the name of the Lord of hosts. Galatians 1 1-24 Paul, an apostle not from men, nor through man, but through Jesus Christ, and God the Father, the one having raised him out from the dead and all the brothers with me, to the churches of Galatia, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, the one having given himself for our sins, so that he might deliver us out of the evil age having come presently, according to the will our God and Father, to whom be the glory to the ages of the ages. Amen. I am amazed that so quickly you are deserting from the one having called you in the grace of Christ to another gospel, which is not another, except there are some who are troubling you and are desiring to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel out of heaven should preach a gospel to you contrary to what we proclaim to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, even now I say again, if anyone is preaching a gospel to you contrary to what you received, let him be accursed. For presently do I seek approval of men, or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I were still pleasing men, I would not be a servant of Christ. For I make known to you, brothers, the gospel having been preached by me, that it is not according to man. For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but by a revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former way of life in Judaism, that beyond exceeding measure I was persecuting the church of God and was destroying it. And I was advancing in Judaism beyond many contemporaries among my people, being more abundantly zealous of the traditions of my fathers. But when God, the one having selected me from my mother's womb and having called me by His grace, was pleased to reveal His Son in me so that I might preach Him among the Gentiles, I consulted not immediately with flesh and blood, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to the apostles before me, but I went away into Arabia and returned again to Damascus. Then after three years I went up to Jerusalem to make acquaintance with Cephas, and I remained with him fifteen days. But I saw none of the other apostles, only James, the Lord's brother. Now in what I write to you, behold, before God, I do not lie. Then I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia. And I was by face unknown to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. But they were only hearing that the one formerly persecuting us now is preaching the faith which once he was destroying. And they were glorifying God in me. Psalm 58 1-11 For the Choirmaster. To the tune of Do Not Destroy. A Mictalm of David. Do you indeed speak justly, O rulers? 
Do you judge uprightly, O sons of men? No, in your hearts you devise injustice, with your hands you mete out violence on the earth. The wicked are estranged from the womb, the liars go astray from birth. Their venom is like the venom of a snake, like a cobra that shuts its ears, refusing to hear the tune of the charmer who skillfully weaves his spell. O God, shatter their teeth in their mouths, O Lord, tear out the fangs of the lions. May they vanish like water that runs off, when they draw the bow, may their arrows be blunted. Like a slug that dissolves in its slime, like a woman's stillborn child, may they never see the sun. Before your pots can feel the burning thorns whether green or dry he will sweep them away. The righteous will rejoice when they see they are avenged, they will wash their feet in the blood of the wicked. Then men will say, there is surely a reward for the righteous. There is surely a God who judges the earth. Proverbs 23 12 Apply your heart to instruction and your ears to words of knowledge.